Hey guys, welcome to YouthCast, a podcast for the youth and by the youth. Today we're going to be talking about the boys locker room group and rape culture as a whole in India. We didn't plan on releasing our fourth episode today, but after seeing the screenshots of that group, the three of us felt that we have to use our platform in some way that benefits society. So, uh, one of the girls that was uh, targeted on that group is a friend of ours. Her name is Noyana Mukherjee and she'll be joining us for today's episode. First of all, Noyana, I just want to thank you for agreeing to join us on the podcast. It genuinely takes a lot of courage to talk about your own experiences with sexual harassment and we're really grateful that you've agreed to speak up. Uh, moving on, although we've all seen the screenshots of this group, we'd appreciate if you could recount the incident from your own first-hand perspective because obviously you have a better understanding of what actually happened than the rest of us. Um so I mean, it's no issue being here. I actually wanted to speak about it because it's really hard to talk about it on like two Instagram stories. Yeah. Because someone always has something to say, so like, might as well just like get my own opinion out of it, so that no one can actually say anything. Um. So basically, I was actually just minding my own business, and I was in my room, and this really popular Instagram person, you know, she's like kind of like a model. She. DM me and I was really confused because I had never spoken to her like she's much older than me like I didn't know like I I never done anything to her like it's not like she could want something from me so she messaged me saying like hey like this might concern you I'm going to add you in a group cuz guys have been morphing pictures of you so naturally I'm like what like that's like you know in like indian culture like now teenage guys in like gurgaon it's like really like normal for them to be like exchanging pictures of girls so i didn't really think that much of it like and that's pretty bad because that shouldn't be so normalized but then um she added me to a group with like approximately 15 girls and she sent the screenshots and like they were basically talking about underage girls 18 year old guys from different schools that i know of like schools that my friends go to they were talking about like 13 year old girls like 13 to 16 year old girls in the most like dehumanizing way ever like they were just talking about their bodies they were talking about what they would want to do with them it was really graphic and so since then she told us that do you want to like do something about it and like after a point we realized that we have nothing to lose like we're just going to do the right thing so we said yeah we want to so um she shared it she posted it and all of us reposted it and then slowly like somehow everyone got to know and in the beginning i didn't actually think this was going to become like that big of a deal because it's so normal now and that's so disgusting but it's actually so normal i just thought you know people would be talking about it like in like our age group i never thought like older people or like you know people who actually like are influencers would get to know about it so then everyone got to know and then since then like a lot of like stuff has happened like people are siding with them people are taking our side people are having lots of fights people are handling it in a really like wrong way like different things are coming out about different people so yeah so um i just want to say this again thank you for being on the show it takes a lot of bravery and courage to be here and I think what you just told us was kind of inspiring, and I think it will inspire an entire generation of young girls. Um, and now I just want to talk about how exactly did like knowing that you were on a group and people you didn't even know were talking about you. How did that make you feel like? See, like honestly, you know, being a teenage girl, like you get after a point, you get used to guys talking about you in a really like messed up way. But like when I got to know that. 
people think this is normal like it's fine you, it's not fine but it's normal now for guys to talk about girls on a group chat but they won't even talking like in a decent way like oh she's really pretty or oh, oh i find her attractive like they were basically like talking about you like your hooker who they can pick up and like they you're their property and like you know you're just an object to them so it just makes you feel kind of disgusting like after i saw that i didn't want to i didn't want anyone to know what i look like i didn't want anyone to see any part of my body i removed all of my instagram posts i basically i'm basically going to go off social media for some time because you just like feel kind of like disgusting on like the inside like you just think like how can someone think of you like that when they don't even know you like you know you read about this stuff all the time but you never think it's actually going to happen to you like it's just like a thing that you have like when you read about all the stuff that's going on in the world you always think that oh that's so like sad but that's never going to happen to me but then it just happens to you and it's just like the worst feeling in the world it makes you feel like like pretty worthless in front of like everyone that you know guys just like think of you like that like you're, you're nothing to them like you don't have a personality you're not a person you're just someone who they basically want to take advantage of like in a way because these guys like after we posted like whatever we like posted on our stories like so many girls came out and told us all the messed up stuff that these guys have done to them like one of them actually said at a party the main guy was drunk and he came on to her and tried to kiss her and that's kind of scary i'm pretty sure that's like some type of like sexual assault so like it's pretty dehumanizing it's Yeah I feel it's And very I... important you said that because again as you mentioned it's almost as if basically I, I'm 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 guessing though cuz cuz if you feel like somebody is a human then there there's certain things that you think about before you say something like that because because I I feel like that's a, that's the main issue uh given the fact that how people are being brought up in society or people how they're being uh the word word values that are being exposed to somehow it's 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 led up to a manner in which they think women aren't exactly human and therefore aren't deserving of the same way that we get treated so once we can inculcate them inculcate that into into people's mind i feel like then we're we're still on a better path for like living in a world in which this sort of stuff never happens yeah, so i feel like it's very important you brought that up yeah and one thing that's really surprised me is that usually when we hear about these stories it's usually people in far off cities and people who are in villages and people you don't know anything about and people in general who aren't as privileged as maybe us right but this time it's people living literally in the same part of the city as we are living a few miles away from us in our age group it's literally could be my neighbor and i don't think we when we think of these kind of incidents we think it's happening in some isolated village somewhere in india right um but it's very mainstream now like this is happening in the biggest city of india and i think i think that's what's really bothered me the most out of this like how how like even though we claim to be the woke and when since we are quite privileged we came to be woke and aware of the things around society but it's clear that we're not and even if we are aware to them we're oblivious to the fact of the fact that this is all happening yeah you uh posted something about how respect starts from home so do you want to elaborate on that um okay so basically what that was basically my first line because that was the line i wanted to emphasize the most you know your upbringing it doesn't matter what school you go to it matters if you know you're brought up in a decent way like you know 
in like you know criminals they've come from like the best schools in like the country and they can still have a really really like deranged like state of mind so i think in a way in like you have a mom you have a sister like would you want anyone in the world to talk about them like the way you talk about girls like in your house like in your home i think you're supposed to be taught how to respect people in a certain way like i don't know about most people but i think majority of the people whatever manners they've been taught has mostly been through their parents or like their siblings or like their aunts and their uncles but i think that if you aren't brought up nicely if your parents are paying for an education that basically teaches you nothing that basically teaches you that women are objects and pretty much like women are only on this earth for their pleasure and for their use then i think that that's the most messed up thing in the world and i really think that whoever their guardians are guardians are whoever their parents are they need to like take a stand and actually teach their kids some morals because like society these days like you can't really learn much like through the internet because it's like everything is two sided over there so i think that everything you need to learn is through your family and if they couldn't teach you that then they're clearly doing something wrong. yeah i think you're completely right because it's like an important thing that i also realized at some point was that i the the way i treat people around me specifically women is very modeled after how my how how much my dad respects my mom and every other sort of um couple in the family that i observe and i have been living with so i feel like that's a very important point that you brought up yeah so i am but i do i do think um that i i do think that usually this is the case but there are obviously a few exceptions where even the parents are great people they've tried to inculcate great values in their children but something just goes wrong along the way so i think that usually what you're saying is right but sometimes it i don't think like we should attack the parents but i think like yeah we should we should bring this to their attention and like try to help them better their children in one way yeah i mean it's not like about attacking the parents like if you are great parents and you get to know your child is doing something like this then i think you should take serious action about it but if you don't care like if you get to know that your son has been saying like these derogatory things about girls and you don't like care you don't do anything about it like you just think oh he's a kid then i think that's the parents fault there and yeah for sure so yeah so basically just we, like, we move on to talking about the perpetrators but i feel like another equally important point to talk about before is the bystanders in this situation from what we know about the screen screenshots of the of the conversation and the group chats uh, there are a lot of people who were on that group and witnessed uh, the various comments that these guys put out but did not really stand up in a manner and and just were were just witnessing the entire situation so and after the thing was over they claimed that since they weren't active on the group or hadn't responded any messages or opened the group um that they couldn't be held responsible for the actions that were committed on the group the terrible terrible actions that were committed on the group so what do you have to say like about the entire bystander situation because i understand that now this entire thing has been subject to a lot of debate from both sides of the story that like yes you shouldn't treat the bystanders as equal in this because they didn't really say anything but at the same time a lot of people are saying that since they were on the group it wasn't that hard of for them to leave or if they found out about it to report them to the authorities or the right people what do you think um, so okay about the bystanders like whoever saying that i was on the group but i never opened it i don't know what was going on i think that's completely false like i've been on many groups i see i've been spammed on many groups but 
at a point everyone has to open it and they will read two or three texts and by the way they were speaking i think it's very hard not to realize what's actually going on you might have not said something i mean i can probably tell why because with teenage guys if someone stands up to them the other one's going to be like oh what's wrong with you like are you scared or something like they'll just be like mean to the other person but i think that if you were on something that would make people so uncomfortable that you knew was wrong like i'm pretty sure I'm hundred percent sure that every guy knew they were doing something wrong. They just didn't care. Like, if you were on something like that, why wouldn't you just leave? Like, I don't understand. Like, if you didn't, if you didn't care about the group, if you never opened the messages, why didn't you just leave? Like, you would. Like, they would not apologize because they were doing it. They would just apologize because they got caught. They, 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 they're just sorry because, like, everyone in India basically knows now. Not everyone in India, but like most of the people are aware of like what's happening, and all of their names have been like leaked. And like the screenshots that have been leaked afterwards of the people like making a second group or like you know people being like oh I'm just saying really like mean things about whoever's spreading awareness about this, then that just shows that no one's even sorry. Everyone's sorry that they've like they've gotten caught and that they're just getting like immense amount of hate from like a bunch of people. That's the only reason why. Because I refuse to believe that if you see something like that happening. and you know you have a problem with it why can't you just leave a group it's not that hard i'm pretty sure no one was going to bully anyone to stay in there and i don't believe that like anyone was like i never opened a single text i didn't know what was going on like i think that's completely false but like at the end of the day like if they didn't say something i think they should get a little bit of credit for that but like not too much but i feel like it's still like very wrong Yeah, like it's like getting credit for doing a human thing. Like anyone with any moral yeah, values like, would do. Like exactly. that's not something you should get credit for. It's just something that should be the way it is. Like exactly. Um, Sam, what do you have to say? So, I I sort of agree with Noyana, but yeah. So it's a pretty human thing to be respectful towards people, not just men, not just women, but also men. So rape culture is a thing we're going to talk about later on this podcast. and i think the entire bystanders not being held accountable is is a pretty important thing when we're talking about rape culture because what it is it is is that it's essentially a sociological concept for a place in which rape is normalized due to due to the attitude of the society uh more specifically to the attitude towards gender and sexuality so i think if they're just tolerating what the people on the group are saying and not actually bringing it up or not standing up against them i i think that is promoting rape culture and i i think that's why this word or these words are being thrown around a lot when it comes to this situation yeah sabar so i feel like you again uh, when you mentioned the fact that the gender label here is easily misconstrued to be a very important thing but when it's really not um i i saw this on uh, one of our seniors rohan khanna story so i'll give credit where credit is due he gave an impo- very important point where this the the sort of invisible battle that we're fighting where we all feel very angry and towards this sort of invisible person that very truly exists is not that much between men versus women the men men are feeling obligated to come out and say no i don't think this is right but in fact what what actually is the case is that it's basically decent versus pretty much indecent people yeah um so now i want to ask all three of you um so due to this entire thing becoming so popular and this becoming like subject to controversy and it has received quite a decent bit of media attention 
The last I checked, it was number two trending on Twitter with over 20,000 tweets. Um, at the same time, it's being covered by various news outlets as well. I think so, so many people have put it up on their stories. People are getting 100,000 views on their on their posts which are talking about this. So I think it definitely has blown up. But because of it blowing up, there's also been a lot of controversy. And some people are defending the people who are very clearly in the wrong, right? Usually, there, there's I don't really see a moral gray ground over here. Um, there's there's simply like a right and a wrong in this, but many people are still defending the people whose names are clearly being shown in the screenshots, talking about really indecent things about women. So, what like why do you think people are defending them? Why do you think anyone logical or sane is defending them? And it's not only other men who are defending them; it's their women friends as well who are defending them. So, what do you think about that? Um, I know this. I know this might sound like a bit rude, but whoever is defending them. It's ridiculous, firstly. It's it's actually so stupid to me. Like, how on earth do you think that's okay? Like, you can, like, I, I feel, um like, when I saw, like, one of the texts, someone actually said that, you know, next time you have to make a group like this, just make it on Snap. So no one's going to snitch. And the thing is, they think the solution to this is by making a group chat, which is more secretive. And I think that's so stupid. Like, they're going to apologize on their stories, on social media, tell everyone they've learned their mistake. But then on private chats, they're going to be like, no, we just make a second one. No one's going to get to know. Like, the way that they're just apologizing is the most transparent thing I've seen in my life. And the fact that other girls are defending them is is really stupid to me. Because, see, the thing is, okay, Samart is a really close friend of mine. And if I got to know that he was saying something like this to like about other girls on a group chat i would probably be the one to out him out on social media i think that like honestly at this point girls need to stick up for girls because guys clearly i mean majority of them right now don't really like care that much about the situation i think it's like basically they just, they're just hopping like on a bandwagon because like everyone's doing it because honestly if someone did care like they would have put a stop to it but i'm pretty sure they're like hundreds of other group chats like this so the fact that other girls are actually going to be defending them and saying that oh they're just guys and they're just kids like basically this is how everything starts like this is how things go from being bad to like a hundred times worse like in later time and the fact that someone actually spoke about gang raping someone and girls are still defending them and guys are also still defending them by saying that oh it was a joke or oh it doesn't matter like you know they didn't actually gang rape someone like I think that's really stupid like I think that just speaks for itself like I think whoever's doing that is just making themselves look more like a fool on social media than anyone else and I think I think you brought this up earlier people aren't like sorry because they did something wrong they're sorry they got caught like people who are like five hours ago saying that they're going to kill someone who's exposed them on social media the same people five hours ago have somehow oh, been, yeah, like, of course. some people some people are like now like i'm a changed man i wouldn't do this anymore like that doesn't See, the work thing like, is, like the thing is if people actually like take legal action which i'm sure they will because like now like everyone's parents are involved like my mom is involved a teacher called up my mom so i'm pretty sure everyone knows and I'm 100% sure someone is going to take legal action and that is just going to change everything for them. That's going to change like school, college, jobs. Like they are only sorry because they got caught. They aren't sorry that they said it. Like they don't have like like sense enough like in their head to know what they're doing is completely out of this world and no one should ever be speaking about anyone like that. So I think... I think it's great that they're finally being held accountable for yeah. their actions. So I, because, that, that's, yeah. 
that's things i think that's the only positive that's come out of this situation and like one thing i want to say is that my friends who are standing up for me standing up for other girls they're getting like immense amounts of hate from those guys who are making fake accounts and that's like the main reason why girls don't want to speak up about stuff that happens like this around them because somehow it always gets switched up on them like one of my friends right now she was putting up her story she was like expressing her views about this everything she said made complete sense she didn't say anything mean she didn't say anything rude to them and these guys made a fake account and they like sent her death threats they were telling her they were going to do really like you know just really abusive stuff to her and she had to go off social media because of that so i think that that's also an issue like people are scared to stick up for themselves because some like somehow or the other like the wrong people are going to come along and basically like destroy like everything you've said or like try to basically tear you apart as a person for doing the right yeah. thing so that's why everyone just likes being silent these days because like you never know what you're going to get like you never know if someone's going to be on your side or someone's going to just flip it on you so i think we're, so- we're we're in, reaching an important impasse in the conversation that we've spoken about what we think is wrong about what's happened between both the uh, perpetrators and the bystanders so i think it's a, it's a good good point to start talking about what we think is going to emerge out of this what positive effect could we possibly bring out within ourselves and just generally so in 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 uh, in the order of that again something i found on the internet which i found to be very uh, useful and moving is that again one of our seniors mithika maitra put out a sort of open letter which i really basically talking about how we are so enraged right now and we find it so easy to basically put it out put it on our instagram story say fight the good fight and at least we aren't complicit and she she puts on a couple of pointers to show that okay what could we possibly do within ourselves because the, the thing is no matter how morally obligated or how morally right do you think you are it's it's always a self improvement process and perhaps somebody who does this or thinks about it and was previously somebody who would say something like this perhaps wouldn't so one of the things she mentioned was that first is you mentally proofread your sentence and see whether one is that something you really want to say two does it capture the essence of what you want to say for for example as noyana said if the guy is just wanted to compliment the girl and they they thought about it first and they said they said that okay maybe i don't want to dehumanize that person but i still think that person is pretty instead of saying those horrific things they could have just said oh i think she's really pretty secondly if something doesn't sit right with you or someone said something even if it was in the wrong or right context you should bring it up with them irrespective of whether that person is your very close friend some you you might think they're offended in in just the most polite manner possible you can still bring it up to them to show them that if you're going to take this line i'm not okay with it so perhaps when they say think of doing something or saying something like that in the future maybe they won't do it because you at some point just give them a little pull and lastly is basically the fact that you're going to have to prioritize your ethics over people which sort of encapsulates the entire conversation here where you feel that at some point you don't want to associate associate yourself with certain people because of your ethical differences that's completely okay 
and that's something you shouldn't be socially isolated for yeah that's all i want to put across do you guys want to i i think what you're saying is yeah. super valid and i i agree with all of it but i think my biggest fear is that once this is over in 3 4 days no one is going to remember this we've seen it before of uh, a couple of months back there was an entire incident which went viral which in the same city as where we all live um uh, an auntie was an uh, auntie told some people she told some young women to wear appropriate clothes in a mall and there was outrage there was national outrage over that for a few days and after everyone just acted like that never happened and like this has happened after that right so like people listen to something for a day and then the next day they're like okay like it's done now whatever what do you want yeah. to do about it so i think like it's something we need to keep reiterating and i think one of the best ways to do that is through sex education yeah so one of the main reasons that we're actually recording and releasing this podcast on such short notice and like it's unscheduled is because we're afraid that after a while people are just not going to care about the situation and it's not going to be relevant anymore and no one's going to actually listen to noya now what any of us have to say about this yeah so the 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 incident that swam brought up is something that i actually wanted to talk about because again i i want a girl's perspective on this because i feel like when the when the when in the context of which the auntie said that girl should wear appropriate clothing in malls comes from not a place of her thinking that the boys have the right to feel aroused by somebody wearing clothes that they want to wear but rather from the fact that she wants the girls to be safe so it's like how much of that do you take into account if somebody says something like if your mom tells you to wear certain clothes and not certain clothes or somebody says that to you in account of your own safety okay uh so if someone tells me okay in which context did she in which context are you asking like someone tells me to be safe or someone tells me because like guys no 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 i'm saying like no, in the like context where, of wearing where, certain where, clothes like, or covering yourself you know like that sort of yeah okay so the thing is if you see different countries like if you go to like germany or sweden or like usa like the things teenage girls wear there are much different than what we wear here in public I think honestly it's a problem of like the male population over here because th- like I feel like you know people can say be safe you know with the clothes you wear but we see in India people are raping like 4 month old babies people are raping girls who are like 7 years old and I'm pretty sure none of them are doing anything provocative in public to actually be like attracting male attention like that I think it's just a problem in the mindset and like in society a girl should be able to wear whatever she wants to wear a girl should be able to express herself in any way but the fact is that we've been brought up in such a way to say that men you know if like a man is attracted to you and he wants to do something with you it's your fault because you were wearing that but like i want to know the justification as to why men are raping like children like literal children who have like it hasn't even been like a year of them out of the womb like what were the kids doing then like i don't understand like they can say like it's a woman's fault for wearing something like that like you know honestly i've heard i like i've heard my mom also tell me to like cover up sometimes like with what i'm wearing but like i know that's just cuz she wants me to be safe because she knows like she just wants to take any extra precaution that she can but i'm pretty sure deep down she knows that it's not even up to that it's just up to like who the person is or what the person is like so i think it's basically just a problem in like the indian mindset cuz people here literally think of women as like they're like you know women are only on this planet for like men there's like a like a proper like 
superiority problem with guys not all guys but most of like the uneducated not even under not even uneducated what am i saying like this group was full of educated teenage people yeah. who get paid and who pay to go to school so i just think that it's just the way that everything has like played out like i feel like india also like the way that they handle stuff like this like the nirbhaya rapists they took 7 years to hang them like they should have been hanged like within the first week so i don't even think like the security measures are that tight or like you know the repercussions are too big so people just think it's okay like people think they can get away with anything i don't think it has anything to do with clothes because like people like even like with majority of like the rape cases it has just been a woman not doing anything just minding her own business walking on the road going to her job dropping her kids off somewhere doing something but like a man will somehow take advantage so of there's that. a lot of victim so, blaming in india essentially basically like people like to blame the woman like more because they just think like they basically just try to save their sons they try to like say oh like she's more provocative or like you know she portrays herself in a really sexual way so how is it like his fault like if she portrays herself like that she's asking for it but like that's not the case at all like a woman can literally be wearing like the tiniest shirt and the shortest shorts and she could not want any male attention it's basically just how she wants to express herself like if she likes wearing stuff like that let her do what she wants it doesn't mean anything like she wants like any male next to her or any type of sexual contact with anyone because i'm pretty sure yeah. if she says no to him that's no I it's think, basically I think, just no I means think no i think i one second so i i, I saw i heard a, i was watching a veer das comedy special and i feel i feel like he made a very good observational joke that i feel like encapsulates the situation very well where he said there a lot of people obviously as you said they think that a girl wearing certain clothes could could possibly mean that they're sort of asking for it in airports and he said like a line which i think really struck with me and he's like the the power and beauty of being a woman is that if she wants it she can literally ask for it and she you don't need to in the sense of you don't need to assume that for her and i feel like that if somebody can just understand that i think that makes situations much more simpler so we've talked a lot about the mindset that needs to be changed and according to me like i tried to bring this up earlier as well it all starts at a very young age right like no one's born a rapist or no one's born as someone who like abuses women but due to the society around them the environment they're brought up in it it, it all adds up to make them the people they are so one of the main methods that's been suggested is sex education in schools to combat this and i think since since everyone who was on this group chat was still in school the majority of them were still in school one of the best schools in india in fact um so i think i think maybe if sex education had been introduced properly rather than like a two page line or like a two sentence line in a biology textbook i think that would definitely help if there was some proper format of that or like if the school paid a teacher to like teach them about it properly i think that would definitely help because school the school and like the universities can't be oblivious to the fact that they're growing children yeah no so i think the point that science trying to put out basically is that during uh, school years especially during the years of 6 to 12 the the few schools that actually offers like sex education in a manner either it is that the teacher itself is not uh, prepared enough to talk about uh, the the essential like the 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 concept of 
uh, not just the biological aspect of things, but also the ethical and the consensual part of uh, sex. So it's like I I think that's very important. And second, in a few cases there there is sex education. It's often too late to a point at which somebody's already developed a certain complex that a teacher in half an hour of school would not change. So I feel like you need to get both of those aspects right. Okay, so uh, I think like we're coming towards the end of this segment of the episode. Um, and one of the questions that I've wanted to ask you this entire time is, um, imagine the situation, you're standing right in front of the people who are on this group, they're in a line, Noina, and you're in front of them, you're completely safe. What is the one thing that you say straight to their faces? Um. Okay, so if I had to say anything to any of them, I would basically say that they should be ashamed of themselves. They should actually be embarrassed that the face of India basically gets ruined because of teenage people like them. Like, if this is supposed to be our educated youth, like, if this is supposed to be the future of India, I would tell them to make some changes in their mentality. I would basically just, like, I would ask them why. Like, what was the need to do this? Like, all of this could have been so avoided. If you have any type of, like, wrong thoughts about any female just keep it in your head like move on with your life try and fix it because like the right like the truth always comes out about everything so just try and bury yourself and make yourself a decent person because this wasn't too extreme but i'm pretty sure they're capable of doing much worse they should take this as like a lesson and to just never ever treat any girl or girls like this again. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, glad one... you guys spoke about. I'm glad you guys spoke up about this because right now they're just making a DM group or just talking about doing stuff to girls, but we never know what might come in the future if they weren't apprehended. Exactly, and like seeing the way they speak, I'm not gonna like you know do them any favors or you know be a little easy on them. Whatever they say, I'm pretty sure they're capable of doing it as well. So, yeah, so I just I'm like. I think it's an important point where somebody, like, if anybody is listening who's relating to them, or some, they could make them listen to this part, is where the I just want them to realize that the hate that's coming towards them is for a reason. And it's not irrational hatred that it's it's just hatred for what they've done. So once they realize that, it just becomes, like, it's just a uh, forward journey rather than moving backwards and creating other groups, etc. And lastly... No, but lastly, the message an, another message that we'd like to you, use this platform to for you to send is to messages to girls who've gone through similar experiences and have felt equally violated, if not more. So what would what's what's something that you would want to say to them? Um, honestly, I would first like to say that they're really, really strong because whatever I'm going through is through social media, it's through the internet whatever they've gone through, whether it's through social media or actually happening to them, they're extremely strong. I know I know how degrading it can actually make you feel. And I would just like want to tell them that everyone is there for you if you just speak up. Like you can be scared. But the amount of support I've gotten is literally nothing compared to the amount of hate that's coming towards everyone's way. Because like I know for a fact that or like there there are a lot of good people in this world. And the good always overpowers the bad. So everyone's going to be on their side. They just need to speak about it and not keep it in. 
because that will actually like ruin them mentally physically like in the worst way possible i think speaking out about it is the best thing because the amount of support i've received the amount of new friends i've made because of this the like how nice people have been to me is actually like unreal so i just think that if you're ever like going through something if you're if you've ever gone through anything like this and you haven't told anyone and it's just on your mind the best thing would be to tell someone who you trust because i can guarantee 100% that people will have your back so okay so i think that more or less wraps up the entire conversation around the locker room boys um we want to thank you noena for being a part of this podcast um yeah, no i think i think people will genuinely be inspired it was honestly like really nice to hear you give your own opinion on all of this yeah. since you've been kind of silent about yeah. it um and i just like to thank you not only from our sides but from the sides of everyone listening to this to like open up about this and i think it's amazing thank you okay thank you guys so much for having me um that was actually really great from noyana um it was wonderful having her on the show um now we're going to move on to our next segment where we basically talk about how a movement that started off with such a great start and obviously for a very valid reason right it's kind of gone off the rails now um i th- i think some things have definitely gone wrong although the movement's been great three things which i was into comfortable with i noticed one was that people were attacking that their families the families of the perpetrators of this horrendous act i'm all for calling out the people who did this act but the second you go onto their families it's a bit problematic because i'm sure that no parent wants their son or daughter to be this kind of person right so if you say if you say so if you go on their families i think that's problematic because it's not entirely their fault or it may not be their fault at all so you can't say that their family is all to blame and attack their family find out their numbers call them up harass them that is simply not okay another thing is that we've been seeing is that people are also receiving rape threats um now people who are defending the pe- people who carried out these acts are like receiving rape threats now that makes you just as the bad as the perpetrators in the first place right you're claiming to be on the moral high ground then you have to act like it as well you can't be making rape threats to people just because they don't agree with you on something and that's also highly problematic and the third thing i've seen is a bit of misandry um where people are saying everyone is posting stuff for their favorites or rappers songs but they can't post something for girls i think men are definitely affected by this we are three men and we are making a podcast i think men in general are very sympathetic of this and i think it's wrong to blame all men for this um and that that's problematic in general because i think that's a way of sexism in itself maybe not as bad as what happened to these people but it's definitely sexism so that should be taken care of this all could be very easily solved if we if we isolate the problems to the problems of these people talking or committing uh, heinous crimes to just those heinous crimes and not associating the people with the movement which is what similarly happened to let's say the me too movement where some certain people yeah. got toxically involved in it and that ruined the entire essence of the movement which itself was completely good and well intentioned so to the people who are the spectators of this Uh, we do request you to take the essence of the movement and and encourage that and do not get involved in the certain politics of who said what and who said this because that's completely isolated in itself and a go- good in essence what we're trying to say is if you're looking for a positive change don't bring negativity into the movement 
we get that what they did was wrong but you don't yeah. you don't need to go so far as to make homophobic statements you don't need to call out their families and you just don't need to harass them in any ways and in, and as and and uh, two things lastly one is that what it does indirectly is also take away from the crime that they did because essentially you're ta- you're targeting them and not the crime yeah uh so that's one and two we're just going to lastly end this uh, end this podcast by talking about what constructive tangible difference we can make and what is being made and should be brought to light which is the fact that since this is uh, this is uh, these another case the snapchat case uh, about uh, uh, rape threats and 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 this boy's locker room as well these are two in the realm of cyber crime and the work that has been done here yeah so the thing that we'd like to end with is 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 the tangible uh, positive outcome that we we're, we're all trying to create a, uh, in the light of recent events is both this case the boys locker room case and the snapchat case of rape threats sam would you like to add something on that yeah so uh, just before we end uh, you mentioned the snapchat case right and a lot of people are defending this by saying oh it was just a joke it he didn't actually mean it he didn't actually do anything but the fact that we've come to a point in society where we can make jokes about things such as rape just shows that we have a rape culture in india and see it's just not normal to be okay with rape like everyone says rape is bad but if you're going if you're going back to your friends you're joking about it you're you're making memes about it i i i'm i'm pretty sure you've normalized it and you're tolerating it and just going out to the public and saying no i'm not okay with rape doesn't make you a good person and so we're just going to put this one way where you can get help if you're facing any such sort of harassment online or anywhere is this is for cybercrime especially go on cybercrime.gov.in and there's a women and child section there where you can report anonymously this is a great tool if you want to actually take some legal action rather than social action like that's been taken right now and yeah. i urge you all that whenever you come across something like this you take action on it because although the social movement is great the way we make real change is by ensuring that these kind of people go behind bars um so with that i just like to end this podcast i think it's been extremely productive and we'd like to thank you if you've come so far